You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. If you're looking to improve the performance and return on investment of your marketing, then you have come to the right place. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast, and it's very, very cool to have you tuning in to our 40th episode. Yes, this is the big 4-0. This podcast now has as many episodes as I am years old. We've hit the milestone together. Um, In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to Corinne about integrating SMS into your communications plan. Because whilst this month we're all about email marketing, it's also important to think about other ways we could communicate with our customers. So we thought we'd expand a little bit in this five-week month to talk about SMS as well. We started the month with three episodes about fundamentals of email. So list growth, welcome campaigns, post-purchase, And for the last episode in this, we're kind of expanding it out a bit. So last time was add audiences from your email marketing. And this time we are talking SMS, which is less of an expansion of email, but more kind of taking what you've learned from email and applying it to a totally brand new channel that you need to respect and use quite differently. Rather than uh, rather than uh, steal Corin's thunder and tell you things now, I'm going to let you listen to the whole episode to find out exactly what the huge opportunity at the moment of SMS is. But before we meet her, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Clavio will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with marketing expert Corinne Watson. Corinne is the Senior Content Marketing Manager at PostScript and a deep thinker about all things e-commerce. She gave some amazing advice over on e-commerce master plan for our expert shows earlier this year. So when I decided we should bring SMS into our Keep Optimizing Email Marketing Month, there was only one person to call on. Hello, Corinne. Hi, Chloe. Happy to be chatting with you again. Yeah, it's great to be catching up. Um, And something we didn't talk about last time, so let's talk about it now, is how did you end up in marketing? Yeah, so I I have a pretty roundabout way that I ended up being a content marketer. I went to school and received a a degree in graphic design. Uh, Straight out of college, I did graphic design and copywriting for a small uh, e-commerce brand that sold um, information technology, uh, geographic information technology. And eventually made my way to Austin, Texas, and joined the team over at Big Commerce. So at Big Commerce, I was a writer and researcher and basically dug my heels into anything having to do with e-commerce, uh, learned all that I could, uh, and then eventually ended up in SMS marketing. Wow. So you, you kind of, you went for the graphics and you've ended up with the words. Yep. I'm one of the many people who do not use their uh, university degree whatsoever. <laughs> Me too. I'm a historian by, yeah. uh, by, by, uh, <laughs> by education, although in many ways I do still use it, I think. I'd like, I like to think maybe some of those, those critical thinking skills I was given work. Who knows? But yes, I know what you mean. It's like those twists and turns that life takes us on that you really couldn't have assumed. Well, look, um, 
SMS. I feel like a lot of retailers are still scared about sending marketing SMS to their customers. So let's hit that one on the head straight away. Why shouldn't they be scared about it? I feel like the fear around using SMS marketing is totally valid. I think that brands should absolutely think twice before implementing an SMS marketing program, which is very oxymoronic coming from someone who sells that as part of my job. Uh, the, uh, The bottom line is SMS is a super sensitive channel. It's where we're communicating with our family and friends and keeping in touch with people, especially during these days where you can't just catch up with someone in person. So totally valid for brands to be thinking twice before jumping in. But at the same time, we're also in an era where customers are used to being communicated by with from brands at every single step of the buyer's journey and in every single channel that they are already frequent. So email marketing has been around for a while. Customers are used to receiving emails. The next step for brands really is text message marketing when we're looking at how to connect with customers next. Uh, And it's also something that surprisingly has been around for a few years. I think that for a while, SMS marketing was just used as a promotion channel. But over the past, I'd say 18 months, we've seen more and more brands use it in ways that are outside of just sending promotion codes to their customers and subscribers. It's becoming a lot more of an effective way for brands to communicate with customers through conversations and check-ins and more empathetic means of communicating. I find it quite an interesting channel because it's almost like I mean, I love the fact you said, yes, we should be scared of it because we need to treat it with respect like we would any marketing channel. But I, I like the fact that it feels like because we're starting to, as consumers, receive a lot of delivery notifications, you know, that last section of the buyer journey, we're getting a lot of those via SMS and we're appreciating the fact we're getting them via SMS and they're really useful. It's like that's that's kind of wedged open the door a bit. And if we as retailers can send really useful, helpful SMS messages, then we can build on that and make the customer more comfortable feeling, feeling uh, you know, kind of res- coming, bleh, hearing from us. But if we suddenly just blast them endlessly, as we many do with email, then then we we run the risk of having that door kind of slam shut in our face. It's kind of like our opportunity to to win or lose. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that we see brands using when they start text message marketing is treating it the same way as email. Uh, and I know that this is email marketing month for the Keep Optimizing podcast. So I think the one of the biggest questions that brands have is how, how do I treat the channels differently? And there are a lot of different strategies and tried and true ways that we've kind of seen brands differentiate the two and see a lot of success. Excellent. That's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it is because it, it's kind of, it can be seen as just like, well, we've got our email working, let's bolt on some SMS. You know, we, we've got a, a six email welcome campaign, let's chuck an SMS message in there. Um, clearly, that's not what we should be doing. And don't worry, guys, we're going to get onto what you should be doing in a minute or two. But because it's that one-on-one customer communication channel, I thought we, we'd kind of tie it into email. But yeah, I think you're right. It's definitely not, not just a straightforward bolt on. Okay, so we should be scared, but we've got opportunities if we're using it in the right way. I guess before we get onto how we, what sort of messages to send and how we send them, how do we actually build a list? Because presumably we can't just go and mine our existing customer database for mobile phone numbers and start spamming them. Absolutely. I 
The number one tip that we give brands at PostScript when they're starting with SMS marketing is to work on list growth because you, again, you can't just convert email subscribers into SMS subscribers. They need to opt in on their own. Otherwise you can get faced with huge amounts of fines. So there are a lot of ways to build your list. Uh, but even before that, now that, I'm, now that we're talking, I, I think it's important for us to mention that before you even dive into SMS as a channel, you should ask your customer if it, customers if it's something that they would be interested in receiving. I, I would recommend to any e-commerce brand, you probably are already doing some kind of customer survey to figure out what kind of product adaptations you should make, marketing, stuff like that. Uh, but consider next time you're sitting down with customers, asking them the best way that they'd like to communicate with you and bring up SMS and say, hey, would you mind if you received a text a week from us, a text a month, something like that. So that's before list growth. And then yes, list growth. There, there are a lot of different ways to get SMS subscribers. Uh, one of the most effective ones that we have at PostScript is just a pop-up that occurs on mobile or desktop when people are visiting and browsing your e-commerce website. Uh, most of the time we see brands incentivizing people to fill out that form with a discount or a gift card or uh, getting added into their VIP list. So we see a lot of that. Um, and then for these more D2C native brands that are really gung-ho about social media, we see a lot of brands advertising their short code on Instagram swipe ups or uh, within images on Instagram. That's another fun way to build your list as well. Uh, and then there are also keywords that you can use in advertising, in print media, in add-ons that you include within your fulfillment, lots of ways to kind of get people to subscribe. I think part of it is just making sure that your short code is as many places as possible, but then also making sure that you're being really intelligent about how you incentivize people to opt into your list. Just saying that you want to send them text messages won't get them to add their number. <laughs> It'll need to be like a discount or yeah, 15% off or like a $10 gift card or just something to, to make them give you their information. So on our website, we treat it very much like we would an email sign up with an incentive, with a pop-up and do all the testing we'd normally do to see where we get the best results and what offers work and all that kind of stuff. And then you mentioned the short code. What's our short code? So a short code is a, a five or six digit number that all of your SMS advertising gets sent from. So if you're browsing in, on your phone, in your text message inbox, most of the numbers that you're communicating with friends and family on are 10 digit long codes. So they're 10 digits long, whereas any kind of automation uh, or fulfillment or messages that you're getting from brands come from a, a short code. And this is something that has kind of the whole SMS world buzzing because some brands still use long codes. I'm getting very technical, but some brands do still use long codes to communicate with customers. This depends a lot on where you're located in the world, as well as the types of communications that you're sending. So there's some pitfalls to, S to, to long codes and then some benefits to short codes. But most of the time, uh, SMS advertising is coming from, or SMS marketing is coming from short codes. And am I right in saying you may be sharing a short code with other brands, depending on your platform? For now, yes. It's very, it's very interesting that we're having this conversation now because at least in the US, a lot of mobile carriers are limiting the amount of shared short codes that can occur. So we on the PostScript end are... Uh, having as many people as possible get signed up on their own unique short code in order to avoid that 
uh, shared short code and like communicating with customers that also might be receiving messages from other brands on that short code as well, if that makes sense. That makes enough sense, but I think let's stop digging into short codes. Um, <laughs> and then you mentioned about on offline, we might uh, say a word or something. So I'm, I'm guessing if in our parcel, we might put um, a leaflet that says text shoe to 8888 or something. And that would be a way of getting someone to opt in and sign up. Is that what you meant by that bit? Yeah, definitely. And uh, there's, I'll have to send you this example after uh, we're done recording, but uh, we've seen a lot of brands that are using marketplaces for fulfillment include a leaflet in those packages that includes their short code, which is awesome because not only are you regaining ownership of that customer from the marketplace, but you're also making, you're also engaging with them in a new channel and encouraging repurchase. So. And it's an awful lot easier to send a text message with one word to something yeah. and to sign up than it is to go to a URL and enter your email address. So I imagine the, the, the pickup from that is a lot better with those marketplaces. And you can get really fun with keywords too. I've, we've seen brands have you send in a certain keyword depending on what products you're interested in. So for example, if you're selling candles and one of them's lavender scented and then one of them's peppermint scented, you can kind of segment people based off of the scent that you think that they'd be interested in. And then further down the line, maybe re-advertise the other scent or something like that. It's like segmentation for email. Nice. There's, there's, some, there's some clever things we can do even in the sign-up stage, which I, I like anything clever in marketing. Um, okay. So building a list is something we need. We obviously need to focus on and presumably we need to do that in line with whatever the current legal ethical requirements are for personal data capture in any whatever area we're marketing in. Okay. We've covered that. Corin's no, nodding at me. So uh, yeah, we're, we're not going to get into the legal stuff, guys. Be glad. Um, but do make sure you're doing it ethically and legally wherever it is you're capturing this data. Okay. So we've got some people in, on our list. You mentioned earlier, we might want to do more kind of conversational content rather than kind of blast marketing. So what's a nice, comfortable, powerful, but safe marketing campaign for us to start off with, with all these lovely phone numbers we've gathered? So the recommended automations that we have people set up when they first start with SMS marketing is definitely uh, like a, a card abandonment. So if someone looks at an item and doesn't purchase it, sending them an additional promo code to purchase it. Uh, and then a welcome series. So once someone becomes an SMS subscriber, sending them, a, again, a special offer, introing your brand. This is a good opportunity to kind of show your brand voice uh, and show empathy there. And outside of those two automations, I also see a lot of brands becoming more conversational with customers. So sending in a check-in saying, hey, how are you doing? Especially during COVID times, it's fun to receive something a little bit more human from a brand. Uh, and one of the benefits of the Postscript platform is that if people do text back to the brand, you can have a conversation with them right through the number. Uh, and that turns into great opportunities to build user-generated content, or just get to know your customers. We have some good integrations with support platforms as well, just in case anyone just responds and says, hey, I want to know where my order is. You can make sure that you're servicing them as well. Nice. And I'm going to ask kind of the really simple question here. When we're sending these text messages, are we literally uh, what limited to a certain number of characters? Is this literally a text message we're sending people? 
Yeah, there, there's a, there's two different types of messages that you can send to customers or, or subscribers. One of them is an SMS and one of them is an MMS. The biggest differentiator between the two is that MMS contains images. So if you want to put a GIF in or your logo or something like that, it's an MMS. Uh, MMS can be, I think, up to 1,000 characters. I'll have to get back to you on that. But then SMS, uh, you're limited to, I think, 160 characters. Again, don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. But SMS, you have fewer characters to work with than MMS. I realised the other day uh, on that numbers front that I'd set one of my team the task of writing tweets to promote something and I'd given them completely the wrong character count. And they were, I'd given them like 140, which is totally, it's like from five years ago. So because we get so used to the machine telling us what the numbers are, like the character counts go missing. But oh, guys, we will add the exact ones in the show notes. You can go and uh, go and double check the details in there. Sorry, let me look it up. <laughs> uh, we're going to get get you the answer right here and now. But, but what's quite quite cool about that, and what I quite like about these simpler, not simpler, but more restrictive marketing channels like push, like SMS, is that you when you can't, you know, faff around with fonts and colors and layouts and all the rest of it, it really does make you drill down on the actual point of what you're doing. Why are we sending this? How should we structure it? Who are we sending it to? It kind of forces us to do the stuff that really makes the difference rather than get distracted by all these stuff we could do. Yeah. It's, you have so much left. It's kind of looking at an email subject line. There's so much that you have to do with such an impression that you have to make in such a short amount of time. I'm actually in the middle of working on some really fun research around emojis and how they affect the performance of text messages, which is a lot of fun. Uh, And there's a lot of creative ways to use emojis and images and stuff like that in SMS. Nice. I like that. We will have to, uh, you'll have to send us details of that once you've done it and we'll make sure everyone finds out because I'm now going, ooh, emojis. I like putting emojis on things, but I'm always slightly scared I'll accidentally put an emoji that has a meaning which I'm not aware of in something. <laughs> it's so funny that you bring that up because one of the sections, I know this is off topic, but one of the sections is around the age or the implied age of a subscriber and the emojis that they use most often because you're totally right. Like Especially with Gen Z, they have all these emojis that have like random meanings <laughs> that they use. It's super interesting stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to say I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm never going to use an aubergine in a message because that's pretty much the only one I know the wrong meaning for. Anyone who doesn't know what I'm on about, Google it. We're not getting into it on this. But um, but yeah, it's kind of like, I, I can't see myself accidentally using that, but the mind does start boggling about what else you might accidentally use. But I'm taking us completely off topic. So um, so with our with our SMS, it's it's not about integrating it into our email marketing. It's more about using the skills we've learned from our email marketing to make our SMS work for us. And I guess making sure they're not conflicting with each other. Um, you're probably not going to send your email on the same day you send your SMS out, I would guess. Yeah. I One of the biggest recommendations that I have for brands that use SMS marketing is to start testing different aspects of it, much like you would test email. Uh, so testing what time of day to send text messages out, um, how frequently to send text messages out, the type of offers that you want to put inside of text messages. Doing all those tests is super important. Uh, and then when when you're looking at it alongside email, just writing it all out and seeing what that cadence looks like across both of those channels is going to be really important. Uh, 
I know you mentioned at the very beginning of the call, but just copy and pasting your email strategy into your SMS marketing isn't going to work. It might work as like in the, in the interim, but it's something that you probably will need to iterate on quickly in order to see more success. Uh, I also would be remiss if I didn't mention that just because a subscriber is subscribed to you on email doesn't mean that they can't turn into an SMS subscriber. So I've seen some brands do what I like to call cross-pollination, where they're advertising their SMS marketing via uh, email to get people to subscribe to both channels. And that's really clever. That's really creative. I feel like the more touch points that you have with a customer, especially in today's increasingly competitive digital environment, the better. Yeah. And there's, there's plenty of stats out there that the more channels you communicate on, the more money you'll earn. So um, yeah, it's never, you, c- you should never think of someone as an email only customer or an SMS only customer. Cause like you say, there's plenty of scope with that cross pollination. Okay, Corin, um, we are going to pause for a reminder of our sponsors now, and then we're going to talk about the wider world of email and SMS marketing. Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Klaviyo is for. Klaviyo helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, platform is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, everyone, during the ad break, we have checked the numbers of characters for you to make sure 100% we're giving you the right information. So for those of you who were going, when are you going to tell us the numbers? Um, Corinne, do you want to just quickly let them know? And then we will go into the insider tips. So the uh, maximum characters allowed in an SMS is 60. And then the maximum characters allowed in MMS is 1600. Excellent. So there you go, guys. 160 for your SMS, 1600 for your MMS. Right, Corinne, we have so far gone deep into SMS and given everyone a really good guide on how to get going with their SMS comms plan. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole world of email and SMS marketing. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with email or SMS, which of course does include starting off and integrating your SMS into your comms plan. So, Corinne, are you ready? Yes, let's do it. Okay, let's start with marketing newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Number one, survey your customers. Make sure that SMS is something that they would be interested in. Number two, start growing your SMS list, whether that's through pop-ups, keywords, social media, wherever your customers live, make sure that there's a way for them to sign up to your SMS messaging through that. Nice, simple, straightforward, and very easy to do. Okay. Once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve SMS marketing performance? I feel like once brands have outlined all of their SMS strategy and put all their 
automations into place, start segmenting your list. Much like email, you don't want to be sending the same message to the whole your whole base of subscribers every single week. Uh, there are definitely times where a mass text to your subscribers makes sense, but for the most part, you want to treat it a little bit more differently and create campaigns based off of subscriber data like location, website activity, purchase behavior, whether or not they've browsed and abandoned, et cetera. Nice. I like it. Okay. If someone listening wants to learn more about SMS marketing, is there one cheap or free resource that you would recommend? I would certainly recommend that they uh, get SMS certified through the PostScript platform. We have a free video educational series for anyone who wants to learn about SMS. It's not just about the PostScript platform. It's about all SMS in general. So it's definitely a good beginner's tool. I would also recommend that they check out our learning center on the PostScript website. We have benchmark reports to weigh your metrics against industry standards. Uh, we had some great resources around Black Friday, Cyber Monday last year. We have um, some fun new reports coming out over the next few quarters around emojis and stuff like that. So really great resources there as well. All free. You don't need to put your information in to receive it. We're all about educating the broader marketing community about SMS because it's still relatively new. Excellent. Love that. And if we just head to the website, we'll find that all that? Yep. In the in the header, there's a section called Learning Center, and then there's a section called SMS Certification as well. Excellent. And the URL for the website? Postscript.io. Cool. I knew if I tried to do it, I'd get the dot something wrong. So I <laughs> have to make you do that one. Uh, okay. Finally, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next 6, 12 months that we should be getting ready for in email marketing? Oh, man. I feel like this year has just any kind of predictions that I made last year, they <laughs> looked so silly this year. And I hope, I hope that this year is a little bit more predictable. Although here in Texas, we've already seen that that's not the case. But <laughs> uh, What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? I would say more and more people using SMS. And with that, the channel might get a little bit crowded. So it's time to get creative. It's time for brands to use SMS as more than just a promotions, promotions channel to become more conversational with their subscribers to make their marketing campaigns stand out from what will certainly become a little bit more crowded in the, in the months and years to come. We mentioned the changes around short and long codes. So that's something that will probably also switch things around. So depending on where people are or what kind of products they're selling or just whether or not they're starting with, out with SMS or want to do it more, uh, they'll be sending from a short code versus a long code. And then I also will say that I think that we're going to see more and more brands use SMS as a way to not only communicate with customers at the top of the marketing funnel, but through to purchase. So whether that's uh, sending order updates once an order has been completed or uh, asking customers what they want to see next from a product feedback perspective, not just, I know I've said this so many times, but not just using SMS to bring in purchases, instead to use it throughout all the way to purchase. Nice. I like it. So there's lots, lots of potential coming out. So probably now is the time to start getting involved, everyone. Um, Corin, we're very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm on uh, Twitter primarily. My username is Corinne Juliet, C-O-R-I-N-N-E-J-U-L-I-E-T-T. And then LinkedIn, Corinne Watson. Um, it, uh, we do have a newsletter on the PostScript website where I am publishing all of our original research and guides and stuff like that. So I would definitely encourage folks to subscribe to that. Um, if you have room in your inbox for another email newsletter, <laughs> I would highly encourage it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much how to get in touch with me. Corin, thank you so much for being on the Keep Optimizing podcast today for, today, for being so generous, sharing so much about how we can get, get our SMS off the ground and do it right first time. Thanks, Chloe. It is always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So there you have everybody. What you could be doing with SMS. First things, do be scared of it. Treat it with respect. It is a very uh, personal channel, but one which a lot can be achieved by. Think about how you're going to go about getting those phone numbers so you can send the SMS and then Corinne gave us so many cool ideas of how we might want to use it. And conversationally, that's got me thinking too. You can get links to everything we discussed, the full transcript of the episode, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. And as part of my mission to help you improve your marketing, I've invited all of our email marketing month specialists to join us for a Q&A webinar at the end of the month. That's going to be your chance to get your questions answered. Whether it's about how to get the fundamentals set up, what tech to use, how to expand beyond email and integrate with SMS or your ad platforms, me and the experts will be ready to answer everything you throw at us. So get yourself registered at keepoptimizing.com. And as it's towards the end of the month, if you're listening after the webinars happened, don't worry, you can still catch the replay. Just head over to keepoptimizing.com. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode. Our whole set of five episodes about email marketing and related subjects is now live. So please do listen to them all and make sure you tune in next Wednesday when we'll be starting our series of four shows about affiliate marketing. If you know someone who's particularly interested in affiliate marketing at the moment, then please do let them know we're covering it as this show exists to help you and them improve their marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.